Tonight on Alpha's Beck and Pod form, James Sheaves. What, what happened at any point? What are we talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Elf. Katya. Zenina. Mr. Foley is a very attractive man. Vivian Cloverlejoie. Oh, Alpha, let's get down and dirty. And me, Byron Hussey. You can really see his uh, well-defined buttocks. Uh, okay. Hey, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to Alpha's Back in Pod Form. Episode. Episode. Three. It's not three. 38. Episode 38. And episode 39. Alf's special Christmas. This is a. This is the second Chris, Alf's Elf Christmas episode. Uh, this one taking the form of a Christmas special. Um, today I am joined by a Katya Zenina. Hello. And by a slightly inebriated James Hughes. Hey, how's it going? Hey, James. Uh, so Great are you gonna, you gonna be all right for this? I think James well, I'll, prob- been... I'll, I'll probably throw up later, but you know that may be a, a result of the alcohol, or it may be a result of the Christmas special. And you've been drinking eggnog in just to get into the mm. holiday spirit. Oh, 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 oh! Here in October, which is the date, the month we're recording this in. So very appropriate that it's a uh, Christmas special. The Christmas decorations are all out. Yeah. The um. There's certainly a lot of Halloween decorations um, out, so that's a holiday. Well, uh, my Christmas decorations are still up from last year's, so <laughs> I'm I'm always celebrating. That's it's, it's very festive, and it's really just because you're, you're it's you're such a devout Christian, I think. Oh, yes, <laughs> that's what it is. You always hear Katya going on and on about the reason for the season. Guys, <laughs> JC, 2017 years old. <laughs> um, this episode was released on December 14th, 1987. It was originally aired as a single episode, but, but was broken into two episodes in syndication. I think that this is one of the only episodes that is not named for a song because uh, they had to get that really good, like, Christmas special, special Christmas inversion pun um, going. So, oh, I didn't even notice the, the pun. I mean, it's barely, barely a pun, but I think it's a little bit of a... It, it's like a play on words, I guess. Yeah. Really witty. Yeah. <laughs> really clever. Wit. But in the process, they just kind of like threw out their, you know, streak of naming all the episodes after songs. It kind of almost seemed like this wasn't really intended to be like an actual episode, but just a separate Christmas special 
Did you guys get that, uh, it doesn't, that vibe? Yeah, it doesn't feel that way, does it? Yeah. Yeah, well, I enjoyed it uh, not being a regular episode. Yeah. It was sort of like Alf wandered wandered into another show that was like a Hallmark Christmas special. Um, <laughs> so... Um, the premise of this episode is that the Tanners are um, taking a trip to a cabin that Willie spent his childhood in. Um, that's owned by a friendly African American man. Um, how, old is, how old is this guy supposed to be, Mr. Foley? That owns I was cabin. thinking about that. Okay. He, he doesn't looks look... like he's 50, maybe. Yeah, he doesn't look that much older than Willie. Yeah. Mm. And even if we grant that maybe he's like 70, uh, like what is Willie, like almost 50? So he owned this cabin like when he was 20 or something? Yeah, he doesn't look that old. Maybe he's immortal. The immortal uh, Santa. Yeah. Of course. So, Mr. Foley um, is very generous to the Tanners and inexplicably really just loves for the Tanners to have his house on Christmas. Really giving soul. Yeah. Do you guys... Um, so, as I mentioned, Mr. Foley is an African-American... Uh, and I might get in trouble for this, but I'm not meaning to be um, sort of, I'm not meaning to be racist. But do you think that the writers of this episode sort of were falling into the the sort of magical Negro trope with this character? <laughs> I'm going to go with no. Because it's like, it's it's really strange how like, he just really wants to do so much for this white family. Like, I don't. I don't know if the the magical Negro trope coincides with the suicidal Negro trope. I don't think. Uh, that's, I don't think that's a trope. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I'm not I, seeing it really. Okay. I I would be surprised if uh, any human would be so giving to the Tanners. <laughs> Why would you have so much compassion for that family? I um, don't know. Because they have to live with the with the alien puppet. With the awful Brian, Brian. <laughs> oh God, not not the Bry. B. He's called B in this episode. Not the B. Not the B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, the Tanners are visiting or staying in a cabin in the woods, um, or in the mountains, I guess. Um, yeah. Scary. For- for Christmas, uh, is this? Do we think this is in still in California somewhere? Does it get that cold in California in winter? In the mountains, it can. Well, I guess yeah, maybe. It's, it's Washington State. How do you how do you know that? I didn't know that the Tanners lived in California. I don't remember that tidbit. They do. Katya, I'm not making that up, am I? No, you're not. They do live in California. 
So. Um, yeah, they're staying in a cabin uh, with no running water and no electricity. Mm-hmm. And um, Willie is very happy about this stay. Um, Elaine kind of low key hates it, mm-hmm. but she's a good daughter. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, yes. Alf is being dumb, so he brought a TV and a microwave. Yeah. Well, Willie said there would be no TV. understand. Yeah. He, he's been with this family for so long and still does not understand what electricity means, despite being able to pilot a spaceship. Well, maybe the spaceship was not electrical. Magnetic? Maybe it ran on some kind of... Um, positronic. Positronic circuitry. Maybe. If it was written by Fusco, it would use a fuel fry cats. Yeah. Oh, actually, as, as they were going cats. as they were going uh, to the cabin, uh, Alf was singing a song a about... Song. Yeah. Frying, boiling, and baking cats. <laughs> yeah, that was good. So good? funny. Good. Good. <laughs> it was really, really hilarious. It was in a hilarious song. Oh, 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 oh. I love all the funny jokes about cats. Looks like right. um, Gumbo Master might want to join, but he's not on Skype, he, so. He's renowned for his um his Christmas spirit. Yeah. I, so I, I think that part of the reason he hasn't been attending podcasts is the, uh, other than just being a misanthrope, um, I think he forgot his Skype login. Simple as uh, that. That'll, that'll do it for you. Yeah. But I mean, like, this is like a 38-year-old man here, you know, like, come on, let's get it together. Mm. <laughs> We're not talking about a child, you know. This is a, a grown adult. Um, so the, uh, so the Tanners are, um, uh, so there was a great scene, um, when, uh, Willie was unpacking the truck where he was sort of like bending over and you could really see his, uh, well-defined buttocks. Oh, wow. I missed that. I'll send it to you. I think I have it. I took a screenshot. (laughs) Thank you. That's a very, very generous, uh, a true Christmas present. I mean, you'd better believe it's going to end up on the, uh, you know, the cover image for the episode. <laughs> so I, I don't have to feel self-conscious about people not knowing what I ta- what I'm talking about here. You know, it's in the uh, there either. It's oh in wow! The other kin what? emotional resources chat. All right. It's been very so helpful to me. <laughs> what is what is your um your other kin uh type uh both of you? Gotcha. Oh, we've been discussing that, haven't we? Yeah, yes, K- deeply. Kaylee's? Ah, uh, uh, I see. I mean, I'm I'm literally a, an alien lizard. Mm-hmm. Not I would not mm-hmm. um, say I'm other kin. 
purposes. Well, that's that's the nature of other kin, isn't it? It's literal and not metaphorical in any sense. Right. I'm uh, yes. a woodsman. <laughs> An that's a kind of that's a kind of human, I think. Mm, depends on your point of view. Mm. Are you related to any uh, yeti kind, or? Yeah, I think I'm twenty uh, percent yeti. <laughs> decent, decent chunk. Yeah. So, um, Alf packed the uh, color TV. I think they said color TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we're qualified. far enough back that that's a that's a useful qualifier. Alf, why did you pack the the our color television? <laughs> um, we're in um we're in like Back to the Future. Oh yeah, my family has five TVs zone. Oh, whoa, yeah. five TVs. It's, it's so strange with all the technology. I was watching an X Files episode, and they had a video chat to discuss some matters. And uh, they mentioned how much it would cost the government <laughs> to run this video chat. You know, how much, you know, we're going to pay for that Wasteful. Wasteful yeah, it was like, it's so strange now because it's, it's, you know, you don't pay anything for yeah. a video chat. The hmm. funny thing about video chat is that, like, the, it was sort of predicted to be, like, the communication, the phone of the future for, you know, decades and decades. But, like... Once we actually got it, like, I mean, I guess people use it. Yeah, but... It's for, like, uh, when you want your, your relatives in the next country over to see you blow out your birthday candles. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. It's, like, it's not like every call needs to be a video chat. Like, what do I need to see your face for? <laughs> yeah. You don't. I'd rather not, frankly. Unless, unless you're... Look... Unless you're Claudia Schiffer, <laughs> we'll look at we'll look at your face all day. I'd look at I'd like a an eye full of Claudia any any day, but in general, like Grandma, I don't need to see you. You've been dead for, for fifteen years. What's going on? It's probably probably needs to moisturize. <laughs> um. So what happened next? What what happened at any point? What are we talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Elf, so Elf the tatters, uh, Did you yeah, guys? The um, so there, yeah, there was on. clearly like some sort of budget allocated for this because it looks like a fucking Ridley Scott movie compared to the regular <laughs> Alp series. Yeah, but only in yeah. certain scenes. It's kind of con- yeah. inconsistent. Like in the cabin, looks like <laughs> uh, ordinary uh, sitcom quality well maybe but i thought they got like some sort of lighting rig that was more sophisticated than usual because it looks like the lighting is like like really soft and like like you know like late daylight yeah that's it doesn't look like your normal elf lighting Mm -hmm. katya do you have any thoughts on the lighting yeah it it did look different pretty cozy for for a very dark christmas episode (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot there's a big to do about how depressing this is for a christmas special but i think it's actually pretty standard in terms of like um hallmark 
style Christmas specials. Usually, usually pretty dour. They usually go for the suicide. <laughs> like terminal illnesses, sure, but like suicide? Terminal illnesses that are not miraculously cured at any point. Yeah. Um, yeah, the suicide, but I mean, the, you'll note that the suicide did not occur. No. But the desire to end one's yeah, own life was. I, was I like. I, I have a suspicion that that it 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 didn't quite gel with the canon elf that I know. But I guess we'll get to that. Okay. So, this is where um, we get um, the Tanners are. Uh, um, oh, Alf comes in wearing a sweater. Um. And I think he's going, he says he's going for like a Perry Como look. Right. Are you guys familiar with Perry Como? I know that Perry Como is a crooner. I would have assumed that he just wears a tuxedo like, you know, Bing Crosby and every other fucking crooner. No. I had to look him up. Um, he looks uh, better than Alf does. Hmm. I think he did like... Um, Christmas specials every year, and he wore like a sweater, casual. Yeah. Kind of. But a... but the uh, sweater that Alf puts on is Willie's present from Kate. <laughs> from <Yeah>. Kate. <sighs> With a V-neck, sexy. Um, mm-hmm. It it doesn't look like it's a new sweater. It looks slightly worn. I would mm-hmm. say. Like it doesn't look like a good present, but maybe it's just me. Yeah, I think it's it's worth noting that um, so Alf opens all the presents and also changes the labels to make it appear that he is giving all the presents. Um, yeah, which is like it's it's a little bit inconsistent because they sort of are presenting it initially as that he just doesn't under, understand Christmas, but um, this is not his first Christmas. No. no, that's right, yeah. I guess he just forgot the last one. Yeah. It was mostly about getting a tree last time, so that was probably what his attention was focused yeah. on. Presumably, though, there was an actual, like, Christmas morning that we that happened, like, off-camera. It would happen after the special, wouldn't it? Um, last year? Oh, you're talking year. about getting the tree, like that's not the, yeah, the yeah. limit of the experience. Just because we can see it, I mean, presumably they took the yeah. tree home, they decorated it, they, they put presents they underneath had, it. They yeah, had the sure. presents there, yeah. Last they, time, yeah. And, did we see? I don't think. I guess we didn't see the Christmas morning. Presumably, there was a moment, a heartwarming moment that we didn't see, where Christmas was Christmas was explained and described to Alf in detail. He was probably looking at the cat or something. <laughs> I mean, did they, they, they seem to be acting as though Alf has no idea about Christmas, uh, which means they didn't bother to tell him. It's their own fault. That's it. Yeah, that's actually exactly what I thought, because it was like, okay, at first, like, sure, he's, he's being a dick about it and, like, wrecking the holiday for them. But, you know, he's, he's from another country. He's mm-hmm. not from this country. So, really, the onus should be on them to explain, you know, the the nature of the holiday 
But that's uh, what the whole relationship in the Tanner's household is all about. They, blaming, they fail to explain blaming. things to him and then they blame him. Yeah, they don't even need to explain anything to him. I don't think they plan to, really. They just, uh, you know, keep him there for their amusement and abuse him and, <laughs> you know, blame him for everything. But they pay the price of uh, him... Having to live with him. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. Codependency on both sides. And I guess it's um, it's it's sort of a a steep price. I mean, in terms of like ceremony, like he completely trashes the thing this year because like oh he opens everyone's presents. Mm-hmm. So I, I and that's the ceremony pretty much gone. I know that some families do open some of their gifts before the actual Christmas Day, which I've always found to be like totally psychotic. Does, does do you I've, do you do well, that? Byron, I've, I've the only non-Christmas day opening would be like one, maybe the night before. Yeah, we we, we wouldn't even do that. I guess we're just anal retentive. Yeah, it sounds like it. And then there's some sort of like crazy Russian Christmas where you like have thirty days of opening presents or something, right, mm-hmm. Katya? <laughs> well, uh, the main holiday would be New Year's. Right. Yeah. So, um, and then I think Saint it, Nicholas it, visits you and spanks the naughty children. Yeah, yeah it's not even Saint Nicholas. No. It is Father Frost. <laughs> Father, Father Frost. Yeah, right. Yeah. He sounds like a supervillain. Uh, Pagan. He Father. he is kind, but he can be strict. I think. Oh dear. <laughs> he Look, has just like a... Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I never know what kind of present he has for you. Um, he has a granddaughter as well. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, well, you can open presents, uh, I think, just like after midnight if you want, or you can wait till morning. I don't think it's uh, specified. I mean, I guess that would apply in the West as well, except that we tend to be asleep before midnight, at least nominally. Oh, yeah, no, here you... I mean, nobody should be asleep before uh, midnight because that's what you're celebrating, New Year. So midnight Mm -hmm. is crucial. Oh, right, sure. Hi. Guys, we have a late late arrival. Vivian. Vivian is here. (laughs) I literally Um, just... I just ran out of bed for this. (laughs) <laughs> so, first of all, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. You too. Um, so, um, Vivian, do you, does your family open Christmas, any Christmas presents before the day itself? No, oh, uh, I have been on this earth for 22 years and we have never done that before. I've never known anybody who's done that before. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard of people doing that. I personally think it's psychotic. Yeah, I mean, I, I know there are some people who like live with aliens that do that, but... Besides those people, I've never heard of anybody else who does it. Yeah, yeah. I've, I mean, like, like I said, I think, I think one on Christmas Eve is okay, like a small one, you know. Yeah, I, I, I would tend to. I, I mean, we never did that, and I know, like, there'd be like TV shows, like, oh, can we open one now? Oh, all right, one. But like, yeah. that's Christmas Eve. That's okay. That is that okay. Is okay. But I it's agree. not. It's not blasphemous. Lack what of, about lack of restraint? Okay. How about this? Envision this. It's. Okay. So Christmas is on a 
let's say Christmas falls on a Saturday this year. It's Wednesday. I open all of the presents. Middle of the day. Nobody's home. I do. Well, see what you've done is you've wrecked the holiday. <laughs> you've 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 put you've tore a rift through the entire Christmas experience. And I put the presents that aren't for me in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure your name is an elf? Uh, pretty sure. Uh, well, so, uh... wait, I I forgot to mention by the way. Yes. Elf brought some holly. Into the house. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's holly. <laughs> so Alf brings some holly into the cabin and um, waves it around. Does an erotic dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's uh, shaking it all over. Yeah. Uh, Katya. To, to um, Willie. He gives the and holly what? to Willie. Willie basically to... rubs it all over himself for some reason. Yeah. All over his yeah. body. Yeah, the Christmas well, tradition. It's the mating ritual. <laughs> it's the Melmachian mating ritual. Mm. Wait, why would Willie do the Melmachian mating ritual? Well, he's, he's in the mood. homosexuality. Yeah. He's in the mood. Yeah. He's, he's you know, oh, Alpha, let's get down and dirty. You yes. Know. Let's, let's strike this from the record. Okay, so Alf brings in Holly. He opens some presents. He's wearing a sweater, um, and he starts uh, he starts spoiling all the presents. Like he talks about Brian's bike. Um, he he mentions the robe, a robe that um, yep. Willie bought for Kate. Is that a good present? Kinky. A robe. Really kinky. She seems uh, very happy. Yeah. About it, could, it. it could be a nice robe. You never know. She doesn't. She, like, has she, doesn't a robe. she has one already. I think she has like six robes. <laughs> yeah. Who is she? Wendy Roby. <laughs> she, she's she's collecting them. She's collecting them. So that's a good present. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do we know what what Lynn got? No. No. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Carton of no, cigarettes. Nobody. Nobody cares about us girls. Box of condoms. Tampons. Yeah. Something like that. I'll just throw them in there. Just like a basket of like tampons and um, pads. That's not a a bad present. It's useful. I mean, if if she's one of those girls into free bleeding, then that's a good present. (laughs) No, it isn't. It's Oh, it's like... That would be like I reject your um, your identity. Yeah. Well, free bleeding. I mean, but if, well, you're, if you're if you're free bleeding, you kind of need those. You, no, you don't. You don't think so? Specifically, you think, you think it's okay to soil your 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 pants? But but that's a, what free bleeding is. Sends a sends a statement. Okay, let's move on from this. Yeah, uh. I'm not gonna. Don't get me started. Um, I think um, that there may have been an an effort with this special to uh, isolate the the Tanner scenes from the puppet scenes uh, as much as possible to kind of uh, make filming easier on them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you might be right. That's a Christmas present in itself. Yeah. yeah, and of course, like Alf spends most of the episode, uh, like away from them, and you know, in the hospital or wherever. But even in the scenes uh, where he is supposedly present, there are a lot of scenes where it's just humans talking to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like maybe this might be the first example of the the move away from like the hum- like de-emphasizing the humans and uh making it more about the old alpha. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't know. Well, I mean I mean it's it's I it's, I don't know if you can really judge the whole series based on this episode. It's such a such Yeah, because they focus they focus a lot on the on on the, the people in the hospital. Yeah. Right, but so, it's, it's uh, the, the people in the uh, I would like to yeah. uh, let's 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 move on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Mr. Um, what's his name? Riley, Foley. Mr. Mr. Foley, Foley pays a visit to the uh, Tanners. Katya, can you describe Mr. Foley? Mr. Foley is a very attractive man <laughs> uh, who is uh, too looking too young to be as old as he is described in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very generous African-American man who's uh, planning to bring some toys into the hospital for sick children. And um, just before the scene when he arrives, Brian recognizes that the holly that (laughs) Willie was rubbing all over himself is, in fact, poison oak. That's right. (laughs) Uh, because he's, uh, he was the cop scout, or still is, I guess. And uh, the tanners freak out and kick Alf out of the house to throw that poison oak away. Yeah. And have, he gets have, in... Have, have any of you ever experienced uh, poison oak? No. Not to my knowledge. No, I, I don't think I ever did. It's possible I did it at some summer camp or other, but I don't remember the experience. Yeah. Clearly, I've blocked it out. I definitely got poison ivy. I'm not sure. It seems like poison oak is pretty much the same as poison ivy. Like, it has three leaves. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think either of them are going to be pleasant experiences for you. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Katya, do you have uh, poison ivy or poison oak in um, in Russia? Maybe, but I've never come across any of those uh, things. What about stinging, I think that's some stinging nettles. Vegetation. Uh, sorry, that's what, Byron? What about what about stinging nettles? Oh, plenty of those, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can eat those, right? Yeah, you can make soup out of them. Make tea, right? Tea. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather. I would rather not. I'm a, I'm a big. No. Teacher. I would do it. No, uh, I I tried soup out of it, and uh, it's pretty good. Doubt it. Spicy. <laughs> it's so spicy. Um, but okay. So Alf sees this car full of toys, Christmas toys for kids in the hospital, yeah. and he basically wants to 
steal these toys so he, he can have some presents for the tanners. Mm-hmm. Um, no compassion for the kids. Yeah. And just <laughs> crawls crawls into into this car. Yeah. And so apparently, Mister Foley repairs these toys to give out to the children. Yeah. Uh, how do you repair a football? Uh, get a new one. I think he just replaces them all. Well, if he does, they didn't. That's not how they described it in the episode. I'm not sure you can bring old toys into the hospital. Probably against all regulations. Hmm. I don't know about that. I mean, if you're talking terminally ill patients, like uh, yeah. you know, how how bad can you really be? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can like test cosmetics on them. You could if you wanted. I do. You do that. Oh, that would be a great ALF episode. There was one about cosmetics. Yeah, bringing in the faith, right? Yeah. Keeping the faith. Keeping the faith, faith. yeah. 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 That was a good one. With like an Avon lady? Mm Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of Avon ladies, right? Great. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, ALF... So, um... Mr. He's, he's Foley those toys. gives the Tanners a mysterious envelope, um, which later turns out to be the, the deed to the cabin. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and then sort of they're at, they ask about his wife, and he's like, doesn't say anything. And then as he's like right about to drive away, like, she's dead. Didn't want to <laughs> write about it. I, I don't know who talks like that. Well, he's clearly uh, he's not he's not accepted uh, the situation. Yeah. yeah, he's he. You know, he's kind of facing his wife's death like a coward. I think. Mm, yes, uh, cowardice. I agree with that. Yeah, like come on, this is part of life. You have to just you have to deal with it. You know. Yeah, you know. Just uh, just what jump Christmas. off that bridge, man. <laughs> yep. Admit it. Admit it. You know, don't don't let any. Do it already. Just do it. Jump, 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 jump. <laughs> okay. Um, so Mr. Foley drives to the hospital with a bunch of toys. Alf is now pretending to be a toy. Um, football. Yeah, he's a football. Um, yeah. Alf gets wheeled into the hospital. And Mr. Foley is dressed as Santa, right? Um, mm-hmm. There appear to be about two dozen terminally sick children in this small town. Is this is this accurate? Maybe this is like a regional hospital and they send all the children from the state to, you know, are, off to are die. Are all of them hospital. terminally ill? I thought it was just like a children's hospital. Oh, yeah. I guess well, I was my, hoping. Uh, terminally ill. But remember the, remember the, ma, the pregnant woman? Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh. That was still that was the funny thing. This doctor seems to work in both oncology and <laughs> obstetrics. He's a doctor. He's talented. He's a yeah. jack of all doctor trades. <laughs> he could he could probably um, dislodge something from somebody's rectum as well. That would be handy. And then he could make a like a funny joke. It's like Tim near killed him. Rectum? 
Guys? <laughs> Guys? Uh, so, uh, Foley, uh, uh, Santa Foley wheels the toys in, and um, Alf is uh, summarily rejected by all the children. Ugly. Yeah, ugly. Ugly nose, puppet. Nose was too big. I was thinking at the time, like, as I was watching this, that's a really high-quality toy. Like, it's huge. It's detailed. I think that would be the first one taken. I would agree with that. It's just it's so out of the ordinary, and you'd think the kids, they were like, I want the other thing! You yeah. Know? The, I think I mean, the, some uh, good it does you if you're sitting there dying, though. Yeah, yeah that's true. They wouldn't have all this. I would compare it to, at the time, it would be similar to um, My Pet Monster. Do you guys remember that toy from I my childhood? I know of My Pet Monster. I think there was a movie for, uh, for it. Maybe. Probably. It had like a pickle nose. Kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just googled it. I remember this guy. He's also in... Um, the the uh, recently released uh, computer game uh, High Swap. Yep. Oh, right. So we're talking a specific era. Mm-hmm. Then. That late, era being like 1994 or something. No, he he. I mean, it would have been a holdover at that point from late late uh-huh. 80s. Mm-hmm. I had a my pet monster named Roger. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> were they uh, in different colors, or were they all kind of this blue? I think they were all the same color. There Why was also... is he in chains? Why is he chained? Because he's your pet monster. Yeah, like you have to be locked up. Lest like a slave. He, you know, go crazy and assault the family and you know shred their faces. Yeah. So that's a you think uh, what they want to do with Alf? What they should do with Alf? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Every my pet monster comes with a safe word. What? It's a, like a kink. kink oh drug. yeah, like you got chains. The chain. Really oh yeah, the chain. It's got a chain. Didn't land. Wasn't. I guess it just wasn't very funny. Tangerine, tangerine. <laughs> All right. So, Mr. Foley, um, so Alf is finally selected by a girl named Tiffany, who mm-hmm. uh, refers to Alf as a female, which is hilarious because he's yeah, a boy. I, I don't know how that happened. Yeah, that's. Whoa, don't make that his, mistake. He's slightly effeminate haircut. Yeah, and his lack yeah, of Yeah, I think it might be that. Because um, uh, one time, uh, I believe Michelle Tanner in in Full House had that haircut one time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the uh, famous "I would like to speak to the manager" haircut. Yes, <laughs> yes, you 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 got it down right. Um. So what is uh what is the what does Tiffany call Alf? Amanda. 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 Yeah. Is that like a pun? Like it's he because he's actually a man. Duh. <laughs> I don't think they would be able.
impossible to think of something like that. Yeah, I think you're giving them too much credit. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. I am a brilliant writer. Paul Fosco's pun talents seem to lie mostly in the realm of sneaking dick jokes past the senses. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, because you know, or or just like sexual jokes. Uh, there's there's one pretty nasty one in, in uh, Keep in the Faith. <laughs> I don't remember. Involves Lynn. I don't remember this. Is it like something about like like pubes or something? No, it's it's uh, it's 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 uh, it's 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 almost like a sexual act. Whoa! When okay. he puts uh, stuff on her face, like yes, it's medics. Yeah, it's just, it, it was pretty weird. Oh yeah, yeah, that it like it's just it's just very wrong and like hold still and <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm almost finished, you know. It's, so Tiffany takes Alf, aka Amanda. Amanda, and Mr. Foley has a separate conversation with Tiffany's doctor. Um what's the doctor's name? Doctor Guy. Do we learn it? I don't think we do. I yeah. don't believe so. The doctor is also African American. Do you think they were trying to sort of make up for the whitewashed cast all at once in this one Christmas episode. Like, like we we have a hundred percent white people in this show. Now we've still cared. Have, uh, I, I probably not. There's your answer. So it was uh, just a Christmas miracle. Suddenly, non-white characters yeah uh, appear on the show. Okay, well, yeah, that it could be a Christmas. <laughs> I suppose. Reflecting the beautiful demographic tapestry of the United States. Yeah. Yes. yes. And I'm just putting in Alf. I'm just looking up the uh, episode to figure out who the doctor is. This is good. Tiffany is really into Alf. Yeah, she Me loves is. him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. She, she takes a loving to him. She actually says, I love you, Alf. Like, pretty much, like, an hour after meeting him. Yeah. She says, I think she's beautiful. <laughs> Do you think yeah. this is some alien mind waves affecting I her? I think she's just desperate and a little bit pathetic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> By the way. She's such a sweet kid. Yeah, she yeah. is. She was, Terrible um. It's such a shame that, that uh, um. Uh, did did we mention that I I pulled up the, the picture of the gravestone? No. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. That'll be a fun surprise <laughs> <laughs> at the end. But I don't think the I have, actress. I have that picture, so if anybody needs it, I'll I'll use it also probably on the the cover of the episode. Yeah. I don't think the actress died though. No, it wasn't the actress. <laughs> However. If you go on the find a grave page, there are people that think it was the actor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, actually the uh, the the actress um, was uh, is now a vet veterinarian. Veterin yes. Yeah, true. I heard that. Yeah. Carrie Carrie Houlihan. Houlihan. She's also in um, Our House and a bunch of Peanuts specials. Who does she play in Peanuts? Marcy. She's Marcy. Yeah. Sure. yeah. 
Not sure why anyone should care about any of that. What? Uh, wow. Dude, think of the children. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> We're dealing with children, Sheeps. Come on. All right. Um, yep. So wait. So doctor. Apparently, the doctor's name is Doctor Willoughby. Um, All right. That that was not mentioned. <laughs> I think I think it might have been mentioned. Maybe it was um, mentioned in passing. Like maybe somebody whispered it to him. Willoughby won't to be. By the way, George, uh, Mr. Foley was played by Cleavon Little, who um, was in Blazing Saddles, I believe. Never seen. I think he was in that. He was, uh, I believe he was the uh, the main cowboy character in Blazing Saddles. So he had Mel a Brooks. pretty good pedigree. He was, oh, yeah. yeah. I have that movie on DVD. Mel Brooks is another one of those guys that thinks millennials can't take a joke, right? I think so. Hey, hey, no hey Mel Brooks. Hey, hey, hey Mel Brooks. Uh-huh. Fuck uh-huh. you. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I like him. I think he's yeah, good. Yeah. James Funny has been man. drinking. I don't think James, you you probably wouldn't wouldn't have this take I'll, sober. I'll re- I'll regret this in a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah. Doctor Willoughby was played by Carl, Carl Franklin. Uh, looks like he was in something called High Crimes mm. with uh, Morgan Freeman. Mm. Mm. Looks like he actually he's been in a couple of Denzel Washington movies. Maybe he's friends with it's Denzel. A number of famous African American stars. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Doctor Willoughby gives um, Mister Foley a, a, a coded message to basically let him know that Tiffany is dying. Uh, yeah, not, not gonna make it. He not reads an, an excerpt from. What did he read? It's like... Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. It's a famous editorial. Oh, yeah, that uh, it, as true as um, there is love in the air or whatever, there is a real Santa Claus. Yeah. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus is a phrase from an editorial called Is There a Santa Claus? The editorial appears September 21st, 1897, edition of the New York Sun, and has since become part of popular Christmas folklore. So the, that's, um, that's the day that, uh, that we will remember the 21st night of. September. Because of the, yeah, because of the earth, wind, and fire. Uh, uh, just... Do you remember... <laughs> The 21st day of September. And so that's it's, right. It's also the day before Joe and Jeff's birthday. Whoa. Right. And it's uh, Hobbit Day is also the 22nd of September, wow. isn't it? I think it's Bilbo's birthday. So the thrust of this article is basically that, like, Santa is real because it makes the world a better place for us to believe in him. Is that how um, science works? In fact, it is. <laughs> See, truth is just a matter of consensus. The the power of belief. Yeah. Um, Katya, did you believe in Father Frost growing up as a child? Uh, I cannot really remember. If I did, it didn't last for a long time. He's uh, kind of a metaphor, isn't he? 
I think I mentioned it on one of the first podcasts, uh, but my um, parents' colleagues dressed up as Father Frost and his uh, granddaughter. Oh, and they I think came this over. Is bell, yeah. Yeah, and they were drinking hot tea. And uh, I was sure that why the hell would Father Frost drink hot tea? That sounds like not his thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I realized those were just humans in costume. Wow, oh, skeptical, skeptical youth. Yeah. Budding scientific mind who would later go on to become a famous scientist. Yeah, out there in, even out there in uh, university town. Mm-hmm. Yep. Novosibirsk. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Doctor Willoughby reads a passage from this famous letter, and somehow Mister Foley interprets this as Tiffany is dying. Ah, whoops! Do these two men just speak to? With to each other in code all the time, and just have fun figuring out what they mean through these cryptic riddles. He's probably done this Santa thing often enough that he, uh, you know, has to have shorthand. Is there is there a new dying child every year that he's like, like <laughs> Tiffany's that's heart, the, that's little the, Bobby's that's heart the... is not gonna grow three times. <laughs> Too large this year. Yeah, that's, no. that's the thing about dying kids is, you know, another one just, you know, they, they leave and another one comes in. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's, it's, you know, they're expendable. The eternal September of dying children. It's, it's October. It's October right now. Yeah. But it's a, it's a reference to a, to a ter- term, you know, huh. eternal September. Did you guys not know this? Huh. So, um, do that you remember? Like, no, it's like it's like September was like the time of year on like old um, internet forums when like kids would go back to school and start trolling forums. So it was like every year oh. they would have like new <laughs> new members, and it would be like, oh, we've got to teach these stupid kids the ropes. But then it got to a point where the internet was so populous that. There was Critical no, mass. It was not cyclic. It was just constant. So it's like there's like in any given form, you're always having an influx of new member members, and you're having to reteach everybody the same rules every day, all day. Gee, that's like um, that's like freaking early internet stuff. That's like a deep cut. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was going to be as uh, as obscure as it ended up. Time being. capsule. Yeah. Were you around for the early internet? Me? Either of you. Uh, how early were we talking? I think I first used the internet when I was probably in like 2003. That's not early. That's not early, no. I, well, I was, again, I'm only 22, so. I actually only got have, the um, internet in 1996. So that's I, pretty early. Yeah. I, had, like, I, had I was AOL. one year old. I had AOL when it came, when I, my AOL was my first internet. You know they're shutting it down. It was shutting down. They're in, shutting down AOL well into messaging in December, I believe. But that's but that's only the uh, non AOL AIM application. Mm-hmm. I assume there's still an AOL like primary. Yeah, no, they're just shutting out the. They're just shutting up, uh, shutting the instant messaging application, from what mm-hmm. I've read. 
Yeah, that's my understanding as well. Yeah. All right, let's let's bring it back to the episode. Um, so dying kids. Mister Foley's pretty bummed that his favorite child he is going to not survive. Dear sweet Tiffany, say it ain't so. And then we get Tiffany kind of playing with Alf, and like she's like, what is she doing? Like putting makeup on him or something? Uh, tea party. Tea party. And then she's trying to put earrings on him, and that he cannot. That's where he. Yeah. Oh, also there was a scene where she was uh, showing. Alf or Amanda, uh, how the the bed basically works to put his feet up. Basically, yeah. put his feet up, just squashed him. Bend his back. In this yeah. bent medical bed. That was funny. Uh, yeah. That was pretty funny. She pretty much just tortured Amanda. Yeah, to Amanda. Amanda is a tortured soul. <laughs> so Alf starts uh, talking to Tiffany. And mm-hmm. she is not really scared of Alf or anything, or really surprised. Nobody really is that scared of Alf. The thing like, about um, you know. the 80s was that kids in the 80s were always ready to have, like, a magical creature friend. They were just, like... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Totally primed for Second it. Second nature. It was normal. Like, okay, here's my... Magical creature friend. This is this is the one that I'm being assigned. Yeah. So the final straw was the was the pink earrings. He just did not want to be feminized any further. Than he, he, really, he, really, he said really that blue is his color. Roles. Yeah, he was really, really intensely gender normative. Well, well and why have you wore dresses before? Um, yeah, that's strange. He put on Kate's dress. He he likes to dress up. Maybe yeah, he feels I guess. intensely guilty about it. <laughs> I doubt it's, it. I think it was also in an earlier episode, so I think it just sort of like um, vanished from canon. The, uh, yeah. But but also he just has had longer to sort of absorb the social norms through osmosis. Um, mm. So, but not, but not the norms of Christmas. N- no. So, uh, Alf is um, cooperating with Tiffany to get out of this uh, hospital. So mm. Tiffany goes out of her room and tells uh, um, Mr. Foley that she doesn't want this toy and that she'll take another toy. Yeah. And it, it it seems like several hours, at least an hour has passed. I don't know what he's still doing in the hospital. Yeah. Um, it seemed like he was done. Like, yeah. Alf was the last toy. Well, you know, he's he's hanging around because he knows what's coming next. And he's not yeah. quite ready for it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of creeping around and, the hospital full of kids. And Alf hears that talk about Tiffany and... Uh, not having much longer to live and so he crawls back into her room and they talk a bit and she's scared of dying and he's crying with a single plastic tear <laughs> so beautiful tear. So, 
Oh my goodness. So beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful tear. Very, very well done glue gun work, guys. Yeah, there were some really, really uh, maudlin um, line reading from Alf, too. Like, Tiffany, I'm really sorry. You're, you're dying. You're going to get your beautiful, beautiful angel wings in heaven forever in the kingdom of heaven. Beautiful. Heaven with Jesus. Maudlin is, maudlin, <laughs> maudlin is the word for this one, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there are a few a few moments of levity, but they mostly were uh, were cat jokes. I think. Mm. Yeah, Which we uh, all love. she measures uh, whiskers on kittens, and uh, <laughs> he he gets hungry and starts making weird oh, noises. Like it's, a, it's a raging erection. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> why is it that they're quoting the song anyway? It's it's not even like a joke. Because uh, they're mentioning favorite things. So she has to. She, she felt like. You know what he doesn't seem to mention, though, that uh, Tiffany knows about later is, is Melmac. No, there's a, there's a yada yada scene where he catches yeah, there her is. up. There, there you go. Oh, there is? Yeah. Uh, he's like, I just Tiffany, I have some things to tell you. Sit down. And then I, it transitions. I thought he mentioned that he was from another world. But I don't think he mentioned its name. Well, no, but there's a lot we didn't see. He he told right. her all about like the family. Presumably, he probably recapped every episode of Alf to that point. <laughs> the Melmac is implied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, but the Tanners, the Tanners forgot about the fact that they kicked Alf out, and they're enjoying right. uh, their Christmas day, and then they remember. Yeah, they okay. only just noticed, like in the evening after the sun's gone down. Hey, has anyone seen the puppet? <laughs> well, if you'll recall, Willie said, "Don't hurry back." So yeah. <laughs> I guess they just assumed he took that very seriously. But you remember what I said, right? The humans are isolated from the puppet in this one because yeah. it makes them easier to act. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Hmm? And I think I think the I think probably yeah. the explanation for that is that like they had an entirely new set or entirely different set that probably didn't have eight thousand trap doors in it mm. like their mm-hmm. normal set. Yeah, they're searching for him in the forest, and it looks uh, very pretty for, for Twin Alf. Peaks. Yeah, it's Twin Peaks. <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's very cool looking. And it's, and it's probably an outdoor shot, isn't it? Like that was so, what was so amazing about this one is like there's outdoor shots. Yeah, it's yeah. shocking. All over the place. We've never had that before. No, never. You know, it's it's good. It's nice. Yeah. Mm. I think that shot of Willie's um, butt that I shared earlier is is an outdoor <laughs> shot. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Some of the yeah. the natural lighting really um, accentuates. <laughs> Bounces each. off it. Um, supple. Yeah, it bounces off. Of, yeah. yeah, it's not the only thing that bounces off of that, though. Yeah, I could bounce a, a silver dollar off like that bad boy. Dust. Yeah. Bing. Mm-hmm. So, um, the Tanners just remember that they have a, a an alien that he's missing. They go th- searching for him through the woods. Uh, they don't find him. Naturally. Because he is uh, trying to, he was trying to escape the hospital 
and uh, got stuck in the elevator with a pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what what Christmas special cliche is can we tick off in this episode? Yeah, girl with cancer, check. Pregnant woman, check. Yeah, and this was like a totally random aside. Like it yeah, really it's... took us out of the story. It didn't need. Uh, to, it was like it was basically time time waster. I'd say. Yeah, like this yeah. didn't need to be an hour, and here's one of the scenes that Ugh. we could have lost. Um, I think. Um, the reason that it seems to us to be so um, uh, incongruous is that uh, the pregnant woman doesn't seem to have been based on a real person. Mm-hmm. She's actually um, been in a lot of stuff, the woman that played the pregnant woman. I, like, I recognized her. Like what? She was in um, Sully. <laughs> oh, the okay, the Sully movie with Tom Hanks. Yeah, Election. <laughs> Uh, apparently she uh-huh. was in with... Herman's Head. Okay, not familiar. Uh, I should probably do a Herman's Head podcast. Um, she was in Castle. Uh huh. And and so on. Character actor, character actor of note. Yeah, she's been in like hundreds and hundreds of TV shows. Um, but this was her best role as a pregnant woman, Denise. Oh. Yeah. yeah. She was in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Deliver, deliver the hey. baby. Hey. In the Jem'Hadar as Eris. Eris. She might have been was a Jem'Hadar. A, um, the, the Jem'Hadar only have one gender, but she might have been uh, one of the, the other race with the ears. Ferengi. No. Just say, just say it's Ferengi and let's move on. It's Ferengi. So... Alf delivers the baby. He's disgusted, of course, by uh, vagina. the vagina and probably the placenta as well. It was a little bit mm. unsettling for him. I'm not uh, sure on, how disgusted on he Momac, really is. give birth to cats. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think because, do we... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Katya. It's just uh, the baby looks very clean. Well, and yeah. Stuck in the elevator... It, Despite being disgusted, I guess he he, he licked the baby <laughs> or, uh, to wash it. He cleaned he cleaned it somehow. Yeah, I was gonna um, suggest that maybe he ate the placenta too. I guess so. <laughs> he could have. Maybe he thought it was a cat. You can always tell the um, production value of a uh, of a program by how much baby goo they apply to yeah. a newborn. Yeah, like, uh, and they applied none. <laughs> they applied none in this case. Sometimes it'll be, like, at least this one was, like, pretty young. Sometimes it'll be, like, a one-year-old. It's like, all right, here's your baby. <laughs> big baby, uh, big baby. Um, yeah, boss I, baby. I, I didn't know, I didn't understand where he got the book from that he used as a guide for childbirth. It actually came out of the woman's vagina. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's where they keep them. The, the baby was uh, reading it. Pretty rude to take it away from it. Every woman comes with an instruction manual inside. Mm. comes out just before the baby. So you can read that, follow the instructions. It's really useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so can we yada yada the rest of the baby things? like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's I, it for the baby anyway. Well, we had, I wanted about the to name? mention. I wanted to mention uh, one thing um, that uh, when they were stuck in the elevator, 
and the woman's husband and the doctor were freaking out uh, outside. They said, oh, we can get there through the trap door in the ceiling. I'm like, that's, that's such a movie thing. Yeah. Elevators don't have any trap doors. Yeah. And uh, they never got there through that trap door, I have to say. Oh. Yeah, that, that didn't, didn't happen. happen. They were heading just... there and then... There's a shot of them like running through a stairwell, and they could hear the yeah. baby crying through like yeah, baby, baby Tiffany, ten foot thick cinder block walls. Yeah, they named her Tiffany. Yeah, for the dying kid. But don't like parents usually already have like an idea for the baby name before the baby comes out, anyways. Hey, mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes, always, sometimes usually. Yeah. Um, so the baby survives the ordeal. Thankfully, yeah. is named Tiffany for the soon-to-be-dead other Tiffany. Yeah. Um, so you lose one, you gain another. And then, um, then does Alpha? So, oh, so like a lot happens between the end of that scene and the next scene. That is like, how the hell did we get back to this? Because Alpha was dressed as a doctor, trapped in an elevator with a with a woman who just gave birth to a baby. We don't know mm-hmm. how they got her out of the elevator. We don't know what happened. Like, how did Alf get out of the elevator before the other, the the doctor and and um, Mr. Foley got into the elevator? Like, what the hell happened? It was the magic of Christmas. Because <laughs> the next scene is Mr. Foley is back pushing his cart with Alf on it as though none of that happened. Um. I'll also add that, like, it's it's strange that Alf really thought the only way he could escape the Alf, the hospital is the the way he came in, literally being pushed on a cart by a Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Presumably, he thought that uh, Santa knew the way back to the cabin, so that was that was his ticket. So he was planning to talk to Mister Foley, or he was planning. He knew that Mister Foley was going to try to jump off a bridge. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, spoiler alert, Mr. Foley, there's been hints all through the episode, but he is suicidal. He wants to take his own life. Oh, dear. He, he wishes harm on himself. Holy crap. Uh, so he drives himself to a bridge. He steps out of the car. It's snowing very dramatically. He climbs up onto the rail looking down at the water, intending to plunge to his death into the icy depths below. Yeah. When suddenly he hears a voice. (laughs) Katya, what happened next? Um, Alf just starts talking him out of it, I guess, mm-hmm. because Alf wants to get home, not because he feels any compassion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and uh, I have to say that Mr. Foley is is very insistent in his attempts to jump off the bridge. He's not, you know, he has his mind on it. Mm-hmm. He, uh, and he just tries to climb over and over. But then and he, he thinks that Alf is a hallucination and Alf is in his mind. But yeah. then he realizes that Alf is, in fact, St. Nicholas. Because mm-hmm. he's dressed as Santa Claus and has a round belly. Yeah. 
And Santa and, certainly isn't a hallucination. No. No, of course not. Yeah. And uh, Alpha says that, you know what, man, you cannot kill yourself because other people still need you. Mm-hmm. So you're stuck here in this world, you know, to, to serve other people, uh, even though you're very miserable. Yeah. And, and the dude is like, oh, well. <laughs> Oh, well, I guess that's true. So he goes back into his car, and he doesn't jump off that bridge, which is good. Yeah, Um, I forgot to mention the other clue was that he gave a sizable donation to the hospital. Yeah, Yeah, like like life-saving. Yeah. Yeah. The oncology obstetrics doctor was tipped off. Was this like a not-for-profit hospital, like um, St. Jude's or something like that, where they take donations, like... Do you really need to give donations to hospitals? I don't know, man. They probably take it. Yeah. I was also thinking, like, he told both Tanners and the hospital to open those checks, I assume, (laughs) after Christmas, so after he commits suicide. Is (laughs) it legal to get that money after the person is dead? Hmm. Uh, I think so. I mean, the, the clearly the the him handing the money off, uh, you know, whether there's some kind of written note or something, it's like that's intent, intent, right? Yeah. Yeah, but can the bank run the operation with his accounts if he's deceased? You know. Hey, the that's... bank. What does the bank care? They don't even. They probably don't even know. Yeah. yeah. They they can like there would need to be like an executor or something, and if they, he doesn't have any next of kin, they would probably just like appoint somebody to like. If there's money involved, there's a way, you know. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll make yeah. it work. <laughs> all right. Nobody's gonna leave money on the table, you know. So it's awfully like cliched territory for for Christmas special, sure, but also kind of dark. Yeah, yeah really dark. It is. It's very very dark. Pretty dark. And I confess, my um, my first instance was to like laugh loudly when I saw that suicide was was what we were going to be dealing with next. Mm-hmm. Poor that's reflection a, on me. Yeah, it's really <laughs> dark. It's a dark, dark James moment. Yeah. This this ain't your usual fare, is it? Dark night of the sheaves. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this is hotel sheaves at nighttime. <laughs> I I think that um I think that it's a little bit darker than the average Christmas special, but not by much. I feel, like maybe like in terms of like I said, like I think for like a TV Christmas special based on an existing property, it's pretty dark, but like there are literally thousands and thousands and thousands of these Christmas type movies they play on like the hallmark channel and lifetime mm. and they usually have some pretty maudlin themes um and don't shy away from like things like death and and mm-hmm. things of that nature i think Hanging what was missing was maybe alf um pulling an et and like curing tiffany of cancer could we yeah. have done that <laughs> like yeah. i had this uh, Melmachian medical device on my ship. It, it, it might, it might just do the trick. And then, like he on, d- on he waves Melmac, it over. We have cats, uh... <laughs> oh, 
Of course. Boo. But instead, he just uh, crawls into the chimney back at the cabin mm-hmm. and uh, surprises uh, the tanners. And... I gotta say, like, I, I feel like the canon elf that, that I know probably would have just let the guy jump. Yeah. And driven the car back himself. That, that's what he could have done. He could have just stolen the car. And then not it's only like, did he get home, but he has a free car. He's, the he's like not a, not a deeply empathic entity. Do you uh-huh. think then uh, Willie would be blamed for murder? Yeah. Because the car is back? <laughs> <laughs> Willie, Willie. Should be, Willie should be blamed for a lot of things. Let's, 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 talk, let's say that. I agree. I agree. Willie yeah. kidnapped Mr. Foley, threw him off a bridge. Stole his truck. <laughs> Stole his cap. <laughs> he put the cancer into Tiffany. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> so Alf comes down the chimney. Um, it's pretty dangerous. There yeah, wasn't really like any need for it. Like Stock Christmas moment. Mr. Oh, Foley told him that he had to go down the chimney. And he was like, oh, oh no, I guess I have to. And then... Like it would be one thing if like Mr. Foley will kill himself. But Mr. Foley, I think, drives away before he even goes down the chimney. Huh. So he just does it for no reason. He's committed, committed to this act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they all just go visit Tiffany with presents. Uh, yeah. I don't know where they got extra presents for Tiffany. I don't know. Just they. Maybe they just gave him some of their own. I don't know. Maybe they gave the rope. They gave the rope. The the boxes were filled with like uh, things from the woods, like pine cones, sticks. That's poison. (laughs) Poison. (laughs) They probably just yeah. They probably just collected things in the woods and said, you know, he'll she's never gonna be able to go outside again. So let's just give her things from outside. Yeah. So with regards to. With regards to the disease that uh, Tiffany has, have, have you guys heard of Ali McGraw disease? No. No. That's that's a, a film reviewer term for a, a disease that the actress Ali McGraw suffers in the film Love Story, mm-hmm. where the symptoms are you just get increasingly beautiful until you die. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah, like she doesn't seem to like be suffering any sort of like physical symptoms. She looked a little I bit pale. She did, yeah, a little bit pale, maybe a little bit drawn. And I think uh, in the drawing, Alf says that she's wearing wigs, but it's very clear that her, her hair is not a wig. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful natural hair. Yeah. yeah. It's like pulled back. Yeah, I can see each follicle wigs. in high definition. <laughs> in um, photo enhanced color corrected. Yeah, so but she just def- seems definitely... to be suffering from, you know, Hallmark Channel growing increasingly beautiful disease yeah. with no physical symptoms. Do you, so you think they should have gone, like, hog wild with, like, like prosthesis and makeup to make her look just really sick? And just like... shave her head. <laughs> yeah. Shave a kid's head, who cares? Give her yeah, a bald her wig. Or even just, just a wig. You can put a wig on top of her hair. That's yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that would work. That'll do it for you, sure. Probably if you just like fed her just a little bit of poison. <laughs> a little bit poison of poison oak. That's yeah. method, man. That's method. Uh, yeah, so the tanners swing by the hospital on the way out of town and just 
say goodbye to Tiffany forever. Where are Tiffany's parents? Uh, dead. They're just tired of dealing with Tiffany's yeah. shit. Let's face it. I mean, it's always all about Tiffany. Yeah, yeah those uh, tea parties, terrible, boring. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like... I like um, I like the the bit. She looks out the window and sees the nightmarish visage <laughs> of this puppet, <laughs> you know, peering out from the darkened window of a car, which I don't think is the Tanner's car. Yeah, maybe <laughs> no, they rented it. it. It's like that's a that's a horror movie scene. That's not. <laughs> We ain't watching Alpha Special Christmas anymore. This is Alpha Special Halloween. Yeah. All of a sudden. <laughs> the obscure, distant figure in the shadows. Ooh. Yeah. A hobgoblin. Hobble gobbles. So this is, that's the end, right? Yeah. yeah. The, okay. the wave from the other side from Alf. Mm-hmm. The end. And then it's think- like... In Mr. Foley plays this out with some like sentimental nonsense. Yeah, and then in the memory of these two people, Tom Kyle and Tiffany Lee Smith, um, who disturbingly parallel the characters of Mr. Foley and, and Tiffany. Yeah. So Tom Kyle, I found out, was the technical director on early episodes of ALF. Mm-hmm. And he was 43 years old when he died. So, I mean, you do the math. Like, he's probably not going to have died of natural causes. Mm-hmm. He's going to have died of bridge-related causes. Mm-hmm. So, wait. So, you're saying that this guy actually killed himself, Tom Kyle? I I, I think so. Whoa. This, and, is, uh, this is real news? Did you, did you figure this out through journalism? Uh, well, I mean, like... Like what else could have happened? Like they're, they're doing this story about a guy who wants to commit suicide and it's dedicated to this guy. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Unless he's based on like the doctor. Maybe he was a doctor as well. Yeah. What is the relationship between Tiffany Lee Smith and the cast of Alf? Yeah, you know, I'm not question. sure about that. Maybe she was just a viewer or maybe she was related to one of the crew members. Because, um, I, I actually have it, um, I have it uh, pulled up here um, uh, from, I guess it's from some kind of uh, obituary, but um, Mm. she was uh, apparently adopted. Tiffany Lee uh, Rufinacht was born on October 31st, Mm. 1979 in Greenfield, Indiana. She died on January 2nd, 1987, died from leukemia. Tiffany was adopted by her stepfather, Richard Smith. Mm. Hmm. So there's, there's, there's the real Tiffany. Not, not a lot of info on no, these not a online. Lot. So let's just say Tiffany was a real girl that died of real cancer. Tom, whoever we were talking about, died of bridge-related self-taking yeah, accident. Um, and then the the episode ends. Uh, Christmas yeah. Christmas elf music. Um, done. This one's oh, in the books. Oh, oh. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas, everybody. So um, the uh, next episode is 
be one where we're going to meet the Akmonic's nephew. The boy next door. The That's boy exciting, next right? Door who wants to nope. screw yep. uh, Lynn, right? Yeah. Who, do, who doesn't, right? <laughs> well, you know, be, being a um, lesbian, you know, I... I... It'll be a shame to lose the the extra budget and the DP that they they clearly got to hire for this one. Yeah. D, with DP. Yeah, the DP, the double pen, the director <laughs> of photography. Oh, director of yeah. photography. Yeah. So I didn't know you were using um, like movie lingo. That's uh, it's, it's what we in the industry like yeah. to call it. Okay. Any closing thoughts on uh, Al's special Christmas? Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. This is... Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everybody. For me, the old Alpha, and the rest of the Turner family. Merry Christmas. And to all a good night. Good night. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye.